Movement is medicine. But what role does nutrition play? This is the Music Fit Podcast. Let's do this thing. Yo guys, welcome back. It's Mike, your host here, Music Fit Podcast. Sorry, we're getting this one out a little late. Ah, I'm human, all right? We had today, we had the very, very first uh, class of the Music Fit Method, which was awesome. However, this is why it's coming out so late. We're, we're like a whole day behind, but that's all right. You know, I'm human. You're human. We can do that. You know, no shit's given. Woo! Today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about nutrition, mindset, goals, physical wellness, you know, all the things. And for such a demanding job of being a drummer, holy does it play a role. What food you're eating and how you're doing exercise, we're going to get into it. My guest here today, Mike Stone, drummer out of Southern California. Hoo-wee! We had such a great chat. Dude's based out of San Diego. And the next couple of shows here are actually going to be focused in around drummers, being that it is so physical. What kind of things have we got to be doing to take care of our bodies? You know, as a drummer, you are moving. I tell you what, like I've got my whoop band on now, and when I'm when I'm playing, it's it's actually I'm putting more strain on my body as a drummer in an hour sesh on the drums, just rehearsing, just practicing, not even like full out, full tilt, not even that. But I put so much strain on my body, even more than my most intense workouts. It's crazy. Go to my Instagram if you don't believe it. Go check that shit out, okay? We talked to Mike Stone, and he gives us some good insight on, you know, dude's been playing for 35 years. He's got some experience behind the kit, and some lifestyle hacks that he's going to be sharing here today will help anybody out there if you're a drummer or not, all right? So without further ado, this is just a few questions between myself and Mike Stone when we were talking about musician wellness in building that Music Fit program. Here we go. playing for about 35 years in, uh, in all sorts of uh, different working situations. Um, but like most, uh, like most musicians, I do have a, a, a separate job as well to, uh, to keep that through, which has been very advantageous with the uh, pandemic, of course. So I spend all day long at a computer and on, uh, <laughs> and on two phones. It's a little unnerving and, and, um, you, you don't get a whole lot of exercise sitting at a, at a desk all day. So really prior to the pandemic, I, all the exercise I was getting was, um, through drumming, either through practice or through gigging and, and, you know, loading all my equipment back and forth. And, mm. um, so I really wasn't getting that much right. as far as, as far as like physical exercise, but it was still keeping me, you know, relatively trim. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not especially disciplined with, uh, with diet or exercise outside of that. Um, I've, I've always been the kind of guy that, uh, that, um, finds it difficult to, to get started doing exercise, yeah. you know, if it's, if it's not to, for, for a, uh, for a different purpose. But, um, I, when the pandemic started, I did just in the interest of getting out of the desk and doing something, I started doing pushups every day. Oh, good. And, okay. When I started with that, um, I was only able to do maybe like 12 at a time. Yeah. And I, I was able to get it up to, to being able to do 40 in a set. 
and and to be able to do um, as many as like 300 in a day. Wow. So I, I was noticing like gains immediately with that. And that's something that I, I, I have to point out, just doing pushups on a daily basis increased my speed and, and my, my, uh, my stamina on drums like almost immediately. It's cool that you didn't even have that as like the sole intention, but it also helped your, your playing like without, without even really, and it's amazing how that works. It's transferable skill, right? And on a scale of one to 10, where do you feel that you're at in overall health right now yourself? 10 being best health of your life. 911 is on speed dial. If you're, if you're, not, um, you're the one. I would say, I feel like uh, around a, I guess a seven or an eight, I would, uh, I would like to tighten up my, core a bit and I feel really healthy in the legs and the arms and uh, um, my lungs feel great. I've got a uh, nice low blood pressure. Um, awesome. I, I keep a, uh, you know, my, my heart rate when I'm, my resting heart rate is typically about 60. I've been watching all this stuff on, on Fitbit, yeah. which is fascinating when you're playing. Wow. Like, um, it, Cause tracking the heart rate in, in, uh, in intense playing situations and, tracking the steps oh when, yeah when you're playing drums oh of yeah. course they're not real steps but you know every snare hit is one and in yeah. a, a four-hour gig that can equate to thirty thousand steps crazy hey yeah. oh man yeah, so it's 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 good exercise this is you know drumming is a valid form of exercise i'm, I'm certain of that you did mention tighten up the core a bit is there any other big frustration about your health or well-being that you'd like to take care of right now um no, and I think I, I have to I have to put a caveat in there that, yeah. that uh, I think you know one of the reasons that I'm not like at 180 yeah. um, is that I do like beer and ah, I think there you go. if it wasn't for for me liking beer I think I probably would yeah. have <laughs> much of what I've got going on here would not it be happening. It hangs out right here. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that's in, just in the interest of, of honesty and and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's that's part of the things that uh, that I've I've been doing keynotes now for about five years on this stuff, and um, it's not like we're trying to eliminate that. I'm not coming in being like you must be super at. No, no, no. It's like how do we navigate? How do we? Okay, so that's one thing that you love. So what kind of things can we do to navigate that so you can still do that? You can still have yeah. a beer. Maybe you don't have four. Maybe you have three. Maybe yeah. you have two. You know, like just look at look at those little ways to to get around it. What would you say is the number one thing you'd like to change about your lifestyle then, Mike? Um, yeah, well, about my just general lifestyle, I'd like to be able to, to dedicate way more time to, uh, to uh, drumming because that's, okay. I mean, it's really uh, out, of, out of anything, I, I would say that would be, you know, the, the biggest change that I would like to do. And, you know, it's good to have steady work, but, uh, you know, I don't have a passion for that. I have a direct passion for playing. Awesome. And, and uh, it's um, it, it it leads to you know mental and physical growth and and you know I'm I'm not I'm not a, a spiritual person but you know I would say in in the uh, you know the the broad sense of of you know there's so many ways you can use the word spiritual but uh, you know drumming really does provide an outlet that I don't really have another word to describe. Yeah. Know. No, I got you, man. That's. It's that connection and you're just in your, you're in your element right there. I love that. That's great. Um, now in the, in the interest of more dedicating more time. So 
I'm trying to look at it from a very logistical kind of point. Is that more like just carving out that time and making sure that you've got it and dedicating it? Is that the challenge or is it just that you're overwhelmed with everything else and, and looking for like ways to alleviate that overwhelming feeling? Well, right now it's a, the, the major factor has been the pandemic. And yeah. prior to the pandemic, I was, I was uh, working less and less um, in my day job and more and more in the, in, in music. And I was getting better and better gigs and I was doing, you know, between three and five gigs a week, every week. So, um, you know, that was significant income, um, lots of exercise, lots of fulfillment. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, then the, then the pandemic hit and all of that stopped, you know, yeah. since then I've had about, uh, four or five gigs total. Wow. And that's, you know, those have, those have been like live streaming from, from, you know, from a bar with nobody in it, just the band and the crew Yeah. or, uh, you know, I've done one wedding. Wow. And, uh, so, you know, that, that's just dramatically slowed all of that. And I, I was really on track to, uh, to really uh, start phasing out the day job when all this, when all this happened. So um, this, this seems like a, you know, pretty major setback and and I'm looking for ways to to change that so I started streaming on Twitch at, yeah. you know, a, a friend of mine suggested that I start doing that and I noticed a lot of other drummers um, that I respect very much mm -hmm. would get on a live streaming feed and just work stuff out it wasn't even something rehearsed or anything and I I was finding myself to be embarrassed if I was playing something that I didn't have a handle on right. if somebody was watching then I'm like well if it's good enough for those guys, oh yeah, what? Why shouldn't I get out there and just do it warts and all? And it, it's been surprising, you know, how how people seem to enjoy just watching somebody play. And there's some some feedback back and forth, and people will request songs, and it's it's just fun. And I'm actually even making a little bit of money with that. With you know, people will, will uh, hit up the PayPal when you're when you're doing that. And oh man, yeah. So I think the live streaming is is one of the uh, one of the directions to be going so uh, i'm working on improving my setup here so that i can have multiple uh, multiple camera setup going on and i've got you know i've got good quality uh microphones and and, uh, right. and equipment so um so yeah. that's that's the the direction that i'm going for right now until until we get a vaccine and can start getting sweaty people on a dance floor again which yeah exactly hey gonna be a while one this, this is a this is a, a just a force 3001 which is one of the lower end ones yeah. I, I got it used from somebody for for super cheap price because i've got you know i've got i've got like four kits yeah and, and i wanted a kit that it was like good quality but that i wouldn't be like heartbroken if if some drunk fell into it and and you know cracked a shell or something yeah because my main kit my primary kit is a, is a custom gms that uh that is, I mean, that, that's my favorite. Yeah, kit. that's, yeah. That's um, and it's a one of a kind. It's just, it's, you know, that's, that's a, a serious real deal kit. And I'm blown away by how, how nice these sonars are as yeah. like an entry level. I know. Right. Kit. I'm like, holy crap. You know, I, I would, uh, I would really like to try out some of their, some of their higher end stuff. Oh you know? man. The, the, like the best kit I ever played was that, like, that was the, the sonar big, huge, like bottom size kit, just yeah. huge. Right. And, uh, Birch, which was like, for me, I was like, really? 
and then you played it and it was so like it had one sound it was huge just big and poppy just a booming booming kit you know, one of my focuses over the last uh, 10 years is just is just focusing and studying and you know learning from from other styles and trying to immerse myself in in music that i don't know and grabbing that so that i can use it as as tools in other areas yeah and that's one of the reasons why i think i was getting as much work as i was before you know before all this struck is because um i'm, I'm constantly seeking to be more well versed have you ever worked with a coach or any um diets or health or exercise or anything in, in that world for you um no no uh, personal trainers or, or fitness coaches or anything but uh um it's been now i think five years ago i was up to 230 pounds and was very unhappy with with uh, how i was looking and how i was feeling and i could i could definitely tell you know um that uh i was not in good shape yeah um, and uh, at one point on, no kidding on a, on a sunday afternoon eating pizza and drinking beer uh, my wife had been pointing at this this uh, documentary called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and she was like, you know, let's watch this. And and I was like, all right, sure, whatever. And I'm literally eating, you know, not even very good pizza oh, no. here and watching watching this documentary about a guy who dropped like 90 pounds in in uh, in yeah. a very short period of time on a uh, juice diet. You know, just a, a and um, you know watching that. I had this kind of just flip moment where where my brain was like, I can do this. Yeah. And and you know, when we finished watching the documentary, I, you know, my wife turned to me and she's like, Well, what do you think? And I'm like, I, I can do this, let's do this. And she said, Well, when do you want to start? And I said, Let's start tomorrow. And we did. Nice. Uh, it took me uh, about three months to get from 230 pounds, which was the fattest I've ever been to 185 pounds, which was what I weighed when I left high school. And I felt amazing. Like it, it, I had more energy than I had ever had in my life, really. Um, the, the pounds were just melting off. Every time somebody would see me, they'd be like, holy crap, man, what are you doing? And it's like, really all I was doing was, I, I you know, drinking a ton of water, having, you know, three to four, you know, juices a day. And they were like, you know, not to, they were primarily greens, you know, very, very low sugar, you know, maybe a little apple to taste or something like that. But it was really, you know, and, and a little bit of protein powder, maybe some, you know, some almonds and um, some cashews. Um, and then after after about six days, the, the first six days, I dropped 10 pounds right there. And also during that period, I was, there was no caffeine and no alcohol also. And I'm a caffeine fiend. I mean, I, I surprisingly, uh, when I don't do caffeine, I don't, I don't seem to get the same uh, issues that I see other people report with like headaches and that sort of yeah. thing. You yeah. know, I, I really enjoy coffee, but it doesn't seem like I go through withdrawals or anything if I don't have it. So, cool. but in that time, I mean, I went from, um, I mean, literally we're talking three to four months. I dropped, uh, you know, from 230 to 185 and, wow. and, I had to buy all new pants. Um, I had to get, you know, a, a lot of new clothes and that, that just changed everything. And one of the, one of the biggest things that that did for me is it reset my, uh, my appetite. I went from being somebody that could pile down three heaping platefuls of something to, you know, 
half a plate of something is like, oh, that's satisfying, you know? And I realized how how much I had been eating for either pleasure or, you know, as a, to to try and treat myself like, you know, hey, I work hard, I deserve this. Mm. And that's something that I've, that I've really, um, I've tried to be a lot more conscious of. That's the, that's the game changer I saw. As soon as I started, uh, I couldn't understand in the gym, I trained people three to four times a week. They were putting in the effort. They, they weren't really tracking their food though. And I was like, oh, there's gotta be a tip here. And I'm just like, okay, cool. That's an inflammatory thing. So it's a, the food that you're eating that's giving you those problems, guaranteed. You know, I, I really haven't even sought out like a, a, any kind of, uh, you know, health programs or, or you know, training. Right. Um, other than then you know i've done a, a few drumming boot camps with the uh, for with thomas lang oh yeah where you know that was like a week straight of you know training with thomas and training with like dave elich and gergo borlai and um, oh, man sobel and just i mean all these monster players uh, yeah. scott pelgrim if you know, if you don't know I, scott pelgrim, oh yeah oh man he's so oh yeah good. amazing like the Positive monsters. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, doing like a week straight training with those guys is like um, that, that really every time that I've done those, that's dramatically changed. Like that just like sends off my drumming for the rest of the year, you know, 2017, I got the opportunity to be on an album with, with Lang and Virgil Donati and Marco Miniman and Morgan Ogren and Dave Elich. And I was just like, just blown away. I got one track on the album and it's basically the, the, it's a, it's like a science fiction um, kind of a radio show kind of sounding uh, uh, that it's, it's like Prague science uh, metal. Prague sci-fi metal. Love it. And and we've got uh, Travis Orban is providing the majority of the drum tracks on the album, but um, the, the, the guest drummers on it would, inject solos in in all the songs yeah uh, so you had you know lang and 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 miniman and all those guys doing you know solo sections in all these songs with with uh, you know with travis orban playing the main tracks mm-hmm. and then you've got two tracks one with virgil donati where he's doing the whole track with dweezil zappa and it's just that's my favorite one on the album cool. and then my track is right after his <laughs> and I get, and it's the whole song, you know, it's and so, and I was just blown away. Number one, by the opportunity. It's just, it, it, it floored me to even um, think that I could be in the same paragraph as any of those guys. Amazing. But I spent three weeks straight, just woodshedding on that song, even though you know, my, my friend, uh, the, the, the guy that wrote the album and put it out, his name's Carl King and he's an, an intensely uh, talented person. Right. He's, he's really quite inspiring. I mean, everything that he does, he puts just 100% focus into it and, and makes just incredible works of art and, um, so if you, I would definitely recommend looking him up, but yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, doing that track, you know, it's got like 20 time signature changes. The tempo goes up and down. It's got lots of very specific parts to it. And, um, it, when I first got into it, I'm thinking, what the hell did I get myself into here? You know, here I am 
with all these monsters on this on this album and i'm gonna come in and i have to nail this i just have to nail this as good as as it can be nailed and and uh so I, I would shed it on that thing for three weeks straight just to get the parts down, figure out what's the best way to play these. And yeah, um, I wanted to be able to nail it in one take. And Carl was like, you know, you can just, you know, record bit by bit. You don't have to do this thing in one take. And I'm like, look, if it's going to be with these guys on the album, it has to be in one take. So, you know, my that what you hear on the album is called grand architects of the universe and um, what you hear on that is is one take except for the solo section because he asked me to give him five different versions of the solo so that he could pick you know which one he wanted so that's the only edit in the damn song oh, is that uh, you know i gave him five versions of the of the solo and when he picked the one that he liked that one got dropped back into place so oh man that's um, awesome what a story, yeah. dude. Holy crap. You must have been just like shitting yourself. <laughs> like, I would have been just like, I don't know what to do. Oh. I, I got I got my first mention in Modern Drummer with that because they did it, they did a little uh, uh you know, a little uh, a review of the album. Right. And it, it all it says is my name, but it's with all those other guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got home from work one day and found that in my mailbox. I opened it up and I'm just flipping through and I got to that page and saw that the album was in there scrolled down and there's my name with all those guys okay. i literally cried a bit what's success mean to you i think this is going to be a really interesting answer from you well um you know success is is not something i i don't feel that that's a destination i feel that's something that you have to constantly be working for aspects of success because we're um especially in music there's 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 no ceiling in music there's no end point. There's no um, highest point. I mean, you, you can look at anybody. I mean, uh, I'll take Virgil Donati as a great example. Um, I, I don't know that there's a more technically proficient player on the planet, mm -hmm. but he still practices like a fiend because he wants to grow from where he's at. There's so, you know, uh, success for me is, is to be um, fulfilled emotionally with what you're doing and and to be you know to be able to continue to do that and to to stay healthy because i mean we really we have a finite amount of time here okay. um i don't want to be in a place where you know when i'm on my deathbed i'm thinking man i wasted all that time so i i want to be just constantly growing and that's been my focus as far as you know being a drummer um I think you know success for me is just to always be growing. Um, I do want to get to a point where it is my living, you know. And, and I was I was well on my way there. Like this time last year, I was just coming off of probably the greatest gig of my life, which was um, I play with Ron Blair. He's the 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 original bass player for for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Last year for Tom Petty's birthday, we did a, a show at the El Rey in Hollywood with um, just, I, well, I was playing with Ron and playing with uh, Steve Ferroni. I got to double drum with, with Steve Ferroni. Oh, kidding. Um, I, I got to play with Jim Keltner. Um, Jim oh, Keltner yeah. sat on my kit and, and was, you know, playing my equipment and, and had the nicest things to say to me. And just, I mean, I, I'm still over the moon about that. It's incredible. Uh, and you know, I was playing with with Earl Slick, who played with with uh, 
uh, with David Bowie and with with uh, John Lennon and and you know j uh, played with um, Carmen Vandenberg who plays with right. with Jeff Beck and like yeah. I, I was playing with all these people that just I was Living like holy crap yeah yeah so I mean that was a moment where I was feeling very successful like I mean that was a magical moment and those are those are all little successes you know like the the album with Carl that's a that's a, that's a success this you know that gig at the El Rey that's a success um I've been playing in a in a, a dance band for the last couple of years that that um Carl actually had to talk me into it because you know they do a lot of they do a lot of disco and and top 40 stuff and that's not really you yeah. know that's not exciting for me but but uh, when I when I thought I was going to turn that gig down, Carl was like, "No, Mike, you need to do this, even if you only do it for a little while." And one of the best decisions ever, because I mean, really? not only did it work, that band got a lot of work, like yeah. um, working basically constantly. Um, I learned so much from playing just simple four on the floor stuff, and we've got you know choreographed dancers that that work with the band, you know, and they're in and out of the off the stage and there's so much going on it's like i have to be at top of my game the whole time yeah. oh yeah and, you know that's you know that's a, a success even though it's like you know i'm not on the radio with that i'm not you know you, you're not seeing me all over tv but you know all of these are 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 successes they're they're not uh you know i'm i i, I feel like a lot of people are kind of self-defeating in saying you know well, you know, this is great, but it's not that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's got to be a real focus to to make the best out of every situation that you have and to be um to be able to give whatever situation you're in the the energy that it deserves and and that is fulfilling for you. Now, you know, that said, there will be times where you think something should work out yeah. and it should be a good quality product and you think, you know, why is my heart not in this? you got to listen to your heart sometimes and say, you know, this isn't, I'm, I'm just not right for this project or, mm -hmm. or whatever. And those, you know, those, those sometimes will feel like defeats, but they're ultimately successes because you're, you're working through the process of figuring out yourself. I mean, I'm, I'm searching for my musical identity and that's, you know, that would be another measure of success is, is how recognizable is my sound going to be, you know, or, or, you know, what's uh is there going to be something that I'm known for, you know? That's, that, actually, that's the next question. What do you want to, what do you want to be known for? How do you want to be remembered? Friends, family, fans? What's, what's that legacy? Um, I want to be the most versatile player that I can. I want to be able to play in anything from, you know, techno to, to blast beat death metal to Latin to, you know, to jazz and, I would say jazz is probably my my weakest point. Oh, really? Okay. But I, you know, I've done country, I've done top forty, I've done metal in in lots of different ways. I've done techno, I've done you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, and I'm just hungry for learning. So you know, it's if, if there's anything I want to be known for, it, it would be you know, I look at people like Matt Chamberlain who are you know, super versatile. And the list of people that he's worked with is, you know, this long with print this big. Yeah. Um, and it's because he's not afraid to take chances. He comes in and he, you know, he puts a, a, a unique voice on it and you may not even know it's him. He may not, you know, 
his face might not even be on the project anywhere, but, but uh, he's in there yeah. and, and he's working all the time and yeah. you know, versatility. I, I want to be easy to work with, you know, um, I, I'll be happy to be a side man the rest of my life. It doesn't matter. You know, there, there's a large portion of this is ego driven. You know, any, anybody that plays an, an instrument, there's part of you that, that your ego is driven to do that. But the more I do this, the more I see um, it's the, you know, what the, what the audience members are getting is so much more fulfilling than somebody telling me, dude, you killed that fill or, or wow, you're so good. When I see, you know, I'm playing, you know, four on the floor something that's just kick on every beat and, and just, you know, just doing that. You know, just losing, right? And I look out and everybody in the audience is smiling and having a wonderful time. That's like, yeah. you know, we, we call it driving the bus. Yeah, I get it. My, my wife came up with that. She's like, that's you, good, man. You, know, you drive that bus tonight, honey, you know? And, uh, and that's uh, great. Yeah. Just, you know, bringing people joy. That's, that's what I want to do, you know? What is the one thing that you feel like yet you're missing out about in order to live a healthy and more active lifestyle so that you can continue to do what you just talked about. Um, I, I recognize that I'm not as disciplined as I could be. So, you know, regarding, you know, diet and, and, you know, like, like having beers, that sort of thing. I, I recognize that, uh, that, uh, that's, that's something that I should be, you know, more focused and, 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 uh, not as, uh, not as apt to want to treat myself on, you know, that, that seems to be, you know, that, that's certainly something that, that, and, and, you know, I, I don't know what the tool is to just hit that switch and go, okay, now you're more disciplined. <laughs> I want you to fill in the blanks for me. I want to go from blank to blank so that I can blank. All right. Well, I want to go from, from uh, you know, part-time musician to full-time musician, so that I can continue this this growth, and and find more fulfillment, and not be uh, spending energy in places that that uh, that don't bring me joy. All right, folks, there you go. Another one in the books. Thank you so much, Michael Stone. Mike, Michael, good name, great name. Dude, thank you so much for being on the show. Really great to hear uh, how much physical wellness has really made a, a solid impact there, uh, drummer to drummer. You know, for, for all you musicians out there who aren't really doing too much in terms of physical wellness, you heard it here. It's it's imperative. It'll improve your speed, your mobility, your strength, and most importantly, not just physical. That's that's also mental strength, mental mobility, the ability to adapt to your situation. Now, so much of that comes down to the fuel, all right? And we heard it from Michael here today. 
if you make a slight change to not eat as many pieces of pizza and drink as many beers, that can have a profound impact on your overall wealth. So fuel is very much a part of the program when it comes to living a healthy and active lifestyle, especially if you're a musician. You know, if you're loading yourself up with inflammatory foods, you can expect to not be able to perform as well. Okay, that's just the fact, okay? So again, big shout out to Michael C. Stone. Go check his drum channel out on Twitch for me. I'll throw the link in the show notes as well as where you can find him and, and harass him. Go find him over on Instagram and Facebook and uh, just an overall classy dude. Really, really had a good time chatting with him and I'm enjoying watching his stream right now as we speak, actually. It's on mute. It's pretty friggin' funny. So go check him out. We'll put some links in the show. Till next time, folks, y'all stay sweet. Peace.